One of the things that really bothered me the first couple of years I started actually paying attention to the words of davening and Rosh Hashanah was why all of a sudden in Musaf and Rosh Hashanah, which we know Rosh Hashanah being the most majestic, literally, and holiest days of the year, <clears throat> and Musaf, during Malchia, Zechonus, and Shofus, that three-part long Shemun Esrei where your feet always start hurting, Musaf and Rosh Hashanah, where you hear the Shofar in the middle of the quiet Shemun Esrei, if one davens Nusach like the Chesidim, hopefully. So, but that Musaf, that Shemun Esrei, who's the superstar of that Shemun Esrei? All of a sudden, it's Noach. In Zechronos, the part of Shemun Esrei that deals with God remembering us for good, those verses of remembrance, all of a sudden in the liturgy of the Musaf and Rosh Hashanah, Noah appears, like, like out of left field. The whole year, we don't even speak about Noah. I mean, except Parshas Noah. And Musaf and Rosh Hashanah, the time when our lives are on the line. Musaf and Rosh Hashanah, when literally Hashem is judging us for how we're going to have a year, who we are, etc. And obviously we understand that if we're mentioning Noah, that means that the prism through which we want God to look at us is the prism of Noah. He's the one that we all of a sudden turn to on that most difficult of days. So I thought when I was a young man... You know, there's an expression from the sages, Girsa Diankasa, the Torah that one learns when one is young, one, it's ideas that one has, you know, when you look back at who you were when you were 16, we're all basically just exactly the same who we were when we were 16. We haven't become different people, nor would God ever want us to be anything different than who we are, who we created us to be. Who we are at 16 is who we are today. Those that try to deny that and pretend otherwise are the repressed people that end up really hurting other people. But what Tanya calls the animal soul is who we were at 16. And none of us are tzaddikim, so we're not going to sublimate it. So we all have that 16-year-old exactly who you were at 16 is inside us now. And so the sages actually say that's why Girsa Diankas is precious, because when you look back at who you were at 16 and their ideas that you like, because hopefully none of us are that arrogant and, well, there are some people that arrogant and stupid to think that, Everything they were was always perfect, but at 16, we, obviously most of what we thought was probably dumb, but the main aspects of who we were didn't change. I always like to say, I joke, that's why I got to Chesidus through Kierkegaard. Kierkegaard's authenticity is what brought me to Chesidus. But anyway, at that time when I was around 16, 17, I thought of this idea and I honestly believe that that way of looking at myself and trying to get through my teenage years, etc., and getting through the world, I think that way of we need to look at ourselves till today, I still think, like my gears the youngest, this is precious to me. I really think today when I look at most people, I think we all have to really have this outlook. And it's easier for me to say it to other people, I'll be honest with you, because what I'm going to tell you is not something that's easy when I think about myself. So it's easier for me to teach it to you guys because I really look at all of you like that. And hopefully through that, I'll be able to look at myself that way as well. So I was thinking that time when I was going through all those challenges of youth, and I was thinking, all of a sudden, Noach is the star in Rosh Hashanah. He's the one we mentioned to Hashem in the Zechronos, in that part of Shemun when we want God to remember us for well. So I thought at that time, you know, the beginning of this week's parsha, right away, the parsha begins, Eil told us Noach, Noach ish tzaddik, zecher tzaddik, levrach, as soon as a person mentions a tzaddik, one has to right away say he's a tzaddik, and the Torah right away calls Noach a tzaddik. And then there's this clarifying word, Bidoy of in his generations. He's a tzaddik, 
He's a tzaddik, the Torah, Torah's MS, God's expression of self, calls Noah a tzaddik, but then when this clarifying term, of in his generation. So Rashi famously brings in his commentary two diametrically posed perushim. He brings two explanations. What's this clarifying term of his in his generation? So as Hasidim like to always point out, he right away says, Yeshmer Abiseinu, Rashi says, our Rabbeim. The real tzaddikim, the way they explain the clarifying term of bedarais of a visitor generations, and then afterwards Rashi brings in up not a chas- the opposite of Hasidish perish that if he was in a generation of Avram he wouldn't have been anything. But 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 what's the first perish that Rashi brings? Merabiseinu from Arabeim, those that illuminate our eyes. What is the Torah saying by saying that Noach was a tzaddik in his generation? Says Rashi. He was a tzaddik in his generation, and how much more? Ilu haya bedor tzaddikim, he was even a greater tzaddik. In his generation, he was a tzaddik. Imagine the generation he lived in, and yet he was still a tzaddik. Imagine if he was in a place of tzaddikim, filled with tzaddikim. Imagine and he lived in a holy place, in a holy time. Imagine what he would be then. In other words, what Rashi's saying is that it could be that Noach, compared to some of the other greats, the tzaddikim of our, of our religion, of Torah, Noach is, maybe can't compare to Avraham, etc. But you know what? Look at the generation he lived in. He was by himself. He was all alone. He had no one. He was with his wife and kids. He had no one else to be with. He was literally a loner. He was feeling what all of us feel these days. I mean, Bechlal, you know, when you try to be connected to Hashem in today's society, in today's crazy world, and you try to maintain, forget about connection to to Torah and Yerushalayim, but even sanity and humanity in today's day and age when we're being brainwashed right, left, and center. But like, so we look at ourselves and we judge ourselves and, meh, who am I compared to? And we compare ourselves all the time. But Rashi saying in a Musaf and Rosh Hashanah, that's what we say to Hashem. Vagamis Noach be'ahav azacharta. You remember Noach with love, and it could be he's not an Av Mitzik and Yaakov. He's not one of these greats. But look in his gener- the generation he was living in. So imagine if he was in a holier space and time. And I'm sure we could all understand that that's something that we all hope and think. And know that that's what Hashem is looking at us because Hashem does look at us through the prism of the generation. And Hashem knows what we're going through. Hashem knows exactly every test, every challenge, every difficult day, every breakdown, every time one can't hold it together, every time one loses oneself. We, we, Hashem knows what we're all going through. So Rashi says right away that Rabbi Seinu Praise Noach and say a tzaddik in his generation and how much more if he would have been a greater and a holier generation in today's day and age. Hashem should look at us through that eyes of Noach to remember us with love and to know the generation, the time we're going in. This is the time that forges who we are and how we connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and to connect to Torah, how we maintain our menschlichkeit and our Yiddishkeit. And hopefully, very soon we're going to see Noach together with all the tzaddikim with the coming of Mashiach. May we finally see it today.